0: I'm Colleen. I'm one of the Circulation Assistants and the Outreach Coordinator at the Medfield Library.
1: My name is Athena. I'm a Circulation Librarian at the Medfield
2: Public Library. Hi, my name is Erica Cody. I'm the Teen and Reference Librarian at Medfield Public Library. My favorite season is Halloween, so I'm super excited to be here to recommend some things for you for this spooky season. (laughs)
0: What I love about the Halloween season is all of the spookiness. I have always loved skeletons and I've loved scary things. Creepy crawly spiders, all of that stuff is just very fun. And I also feel like many people, even if they don't always love that stuff, can let that side show a bit the spooky movies, the costumes, the
1: atmosphere, just the way everything looks in the fall, food, definitely. I'm a big fan of costumes and scary movies, so those are obviously the two biggest perks, I think.
2: I have loved Halloween and just autumn um, for as long as I can remember. I love the crisp air, the changing of the leaves, the spooky decorations. When I was younger, I gravitated towards the horror themed books, supernatural books. I loved watching Unsolved Mysteries. I have started watching that again. Um, I went from Goosebumps books to Fear Street. And then when I was 11 or 12, went right into Stephen King. um, And I just haven't looked back. And uh, my most favorite thing about the Halloween season, now that I'm older, is this is when all of the Halloween decor comes out and I can redecorate my house because my house is decorated Halloween, all 365 days a year. So I love getting new decorations for my house. (laughs) Some of my
1: favorite books to get into the Halloween spirit. I like to start off with Something Wicked This Way Comes by Ray Bradbury. Uh, Both the book and the movie do an excellent job of just capturing that feeling of being young, maybe a child or a young teenager in the month of October, excited for Halloween, excited for the fall, Uh, really just pulls you into that feeling you can almost smell the wood smoke um the crispness in the air the book basically uh is the story of will holloway and jim nightshade two best friends who their town is visited by the autumn people a mysterious carnival that shows up in october and seems to grant the townsfolk's wishes but always at a deadly price
0: books that i like to read or recommend for this season obviously Uh, Stephen King you can't go wrong with, but my favorite one by him is The Stand. It is about a plague that decimates the world population. Hard to understand that going on now, I know. But basically the, the survivors are now into two camps, good versus evil, good being led by Mother Abigail, evil being led by Randall Flagg, and the power struggle between these two groups. It is a big book, but it is a page turner and you will have a hard time putting it down.
2: And speaking of Stephen King, I would also recommend uh, his son, Joe Hill. He has a wide array of novels, short stories, graphic novels and things that have been adapted recently for TV shows and movies. I started out with uh, his 20th Century ghost, which is a short story collection. Not everything is horror. It may be just supernatural themed. It may just be have like magical realism. My favorite story that still makes me cry to this day is called Pop Art about a boy and his best friend who is a balloon. Um, it is. Great, I definitely recommend it. He also wrote the Lock and Key graphic novel series, which is a Netflix show, which the second season is coming out very soon. Also Nosferatu, which is spelled N-O-S, 4-A-2. That is also a series, I believe on AMC, which is really good. Heart-Shaped Box was the first book I read. It's very cinematic, but has yet to be adapted. I'm looking forward to that. And Horns, which is a movie starring Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe, um, which uh, is about a guy who wakes up and suddenly has horns sprouted on his head and has some powers that go along with that. So I definitely recommend anything by Joe Hill.
1: And if you want something a bit more traditional, can't go wrong with The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Washington Irving. Any version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow you find is going to be perfect for Halloween night, as well as uh, any of the movie
0: adaptations, be it the Disney one or the Tim Burton. My next book that I recommend is actually one of my favorite books, *Perfume: Story of a Murderer by Patrick Suskind. Uh, He's a German author. It takes place in France, focused on Grenouille. He is a man who's born with no scent of his own, but an incredible sense of smell, and his obsession to create the most perfect perfume drives him to kill. It is a fascinating story and shows his journey throughout his life. I'm currently reading this book. It's called The Book of Accidents by Chuck Wendig. It just came
2: out over the summer. And don't be daunted by its hefty size because it is short chapters, it's fast paced, tension filled, is, it will fly by. It's great for a cuddling up with your blankets by candlelight and reading it in the dark. I'm absolutely loving it. It starts literally with a bang um, as you are in a scene where a convicted serial killer is about to be executed in the electric chair. When they pull the switch, he may or may have not disappeared. And then it goes right into a story about uh, Nate and Maddie who are married and have a son, Ollie, who is super empathetic. So he's having problems at school. So they decided Nate's father is dying and not a spoiler because it's in the first chapter. He is the correction officer that helps the serial killer To the electric chair and talk to him before his death. So his father's dying and he sells him the house for a dollar, which seems like too good to be true, which it is. (laughs) Um, And pretty soon supernatural things start happening to each member of the family and they connect in surprising ways and it goes from there. There's a lot of fantasy elements, supernatural elements, and I'm just loving it so far. So I definitely recommend this book
0: another book i recommend is by another author people might know shirley jackson we have always lived in the castle it is a book about two sisters and their elderly uncle living alone in their giant mansion after all of their family is mysteriously poisoned and a strange cousin that they haven't really met has come to call and how it disrupts their entire life it is a strange and wonderful read since it follows the story of Mary Cat, who is the main character. My
2: next thing that I would recommend is a graphic novel series called Harrow County by Colin Bunn, which is the writer, and Tyler Crook is the artist. It's a graphic novel series, but I think there's eight and some spin-off series. And it takes place in a rural southern town in like the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, and it follows a farm girl named Emmy and her interactions with some haunting and grotesque elements of uh, the woods. There's called Haints, Uh, there's a skinless boy, and there's eldritch demons and witches. And it is just full of rich dialogue and characters and the artwork is amazing. It's all watercolors, I believe, but Definitely recommend Harrow County, which we have in the teen
1: section at the library. <laughs> I just want to also recommend the audiobook of Daughters Unto Devils by Amy Lukovics. Uh, it tells the story of a family traveling from their mountain home to settle on the prairie, hoping to find an abandoned cabin and start a new life. When they get there, huge new house is waiting for them with uh, a few very nasty surprises, as well as monsters from their past that also come to greet them. The last book I'm going to recommend is an ambitious
2: book. So this is for the committed reader, if you want to immerse yourself into something long and twisty and thought-provoking. It's called House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski. It was published in 2000. It kind of goes into a documentary, like transcripts of a documentary about a family that moves into this house that expands or contracts or has secret rooms, it changes. And with those changes of the house, the text also changes. So you will be reading either really small text, really large text, sometimes spiraling text if they're on the spiral staircase. It's also filled with numerous footnotes because it's written like an academic paper. And those footnotes can have footnotes and become their own stories. I read this in high school with my best friend and i remember absolutely loving it and analyzing it there's facebook groups um that are book groups that are discussing this to this day i think i want to reread this for um this season it's been 21 years 20 21 years since i read it and i I think it's time for a rereading. So if you're ambitious and you want to check something different out, I would recommend House of Leaves.
0: One of the movies I like for this season I love to recommend to newer horror fans is Insidious because it has a great creepiness to the movie, but there is not a lot of gore. So it is good for maybe younger, like a PG-13 type of teens who want to start watching some horror, but it's not over the top but it's still a very good movie. I can't say the same about the sequels, but the first one is pretty solid.
1: So as mentioned before, uh, the movie Something Wicked This Way Comes. So in the 70s, Disney did a movie of Something Wicked This Way Comes. Uh, It's relatively family friendly, but maybe don't watch it if you have a big fear of spiders. I'm
2: gonna go with one of my favorite sub-genres, which is the found footage pseudo-documentary movies, where it toys with your expectations in reality and you don't really know if what you're watching is real or not. I started loving this genre with Blair Witch Project, which was kind of revolutionized it. I was fifteen when that came out, and I remember being scared out of my mind, which was really hard for me because I started watching horror movies when I was eight. <laughs> the Paranormal Activity series has uh, pop, like further popularized the genre. Um, I don't even know what number they're up to now, but it's still a very lucrative film series. I would recommend some of the lesser-known ones, um, like VHS. There's two um, movies called VHS. They're anthologies, so they're little big vignettes of horror stories. Um, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, which I actually stumbled upon on TV one day, and I thought it was an actual documentary until I realized it was a movie, but it was that good. Um, Cloverfield was very popular uh, a few years ago, and there's a lot more, and they get to be more disturbing. Um, So if you want more of that list, contact me at the library and I can give you more recommendations in that genre. Related to that genre, one of my favorite movies is Session Nine, which was filmed in Massachusetts at Danvers State Hospital, which kind of has like the same history as Medfield State Hospital, but it's a lesser known movie and it's about a group of asbestos workers that are working in the asylum and they find a bunch of audio tapes with interviews from a patient and then things start going weird. Um, It's a psychological horror film, and I would definitely recommend that movie as well.
1: And if you like something a little bit less scary and more wholesome and 90s, uh, the movie of Practical Magic with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock, two witch sisters who are both ostracized in their town, one of them moves away, comes back with the problem of she's accidentally killed her boyfriend and needs her sister and their crazy uh, magic-loving aunts to help cover up the crime and get rid of his vengeful ghost.
0: Another movie I personally love because it was one of my first horror movies was Nightmare on Elm Street, a classic 80s slasher with the classic iconic Freddy Krueger and his knife fingernails. It is a ton of fun. It is very gory and very over the top. So be warned, but it is always worth the watch.
1: Last movie recommendation is Trick or Treat from the early 2000s not to be confused with Trick or Treat from the 80s. It's a Halloween anthology that encompasses everything you could possibly love about the holiday. Costumes, pumpkins, monsters. Advance warning though, this one is not for kids, but it is the perfect Halloween movie in my opinion. Also, bonus, TV shows.
2: Love comedy horror (laughs) TV shows. Um, You got your classics, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Supernatural, newer shows, What We Do in the Shadows, which is also a movie that's kind of like in found footage documentary, and it's hilarious. Santa Clarita Diet, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, Tales from the Crypt, classic, Being Human, um, I just love comedy. I love comedy with my horror, horror with my comedy. Nothing is scarier than true crime, so any true crime broadcast I would recommend, and there's just a bunch of, of scary podcasts that people are, are reading to you, and it's atmospheric, and you can fall asleep to them or not. <laughs> My favorite one I would recommend is Small Town Murder, which has the comedy with the true crime. It's two comedians. One researches a crime in a small town. The first half hour is like all how the town was founded, the statistics, the demographics. Um, and then they go into the murder. They don't ever make fun of the victims. They only make fun of like the criminals and like the p- mistakes the police made and the small town politics. And so he tells the other comedian everything he researched, which is very extensive. As a librarian, super impressed. I mean, the guy that doesn't know what the story is, you get his
1: reactions, which are hilarious. Um, so definitely recommend Small Town Murder. <laughs> well,
0: for those spooky suggestions and plenty others, feel free to visit the Medfield Public Library. If we don't have a copy there, we can always get it from another library. If you want any more recommendations,
2: come find me in the lower level of the library. I'm either in the teen section or on the reference desk, and I would love to discuss horror and Halloween and anything spooky with you. We also have our teens working on our annual haunted house, which is back in the library this year after our humongous drive-through event that we did with Medfield TV last year. We're back in the library, so scaling it back down due to COVID, concerns, we are having it being time ticketed slots of 15 minutes with eight no, no more than eight people per group. Uh, it'll be October 16th from 7 to 10 p.m. and we hope to see you there. Uh, ticket information will be available soon on our website uh, medfieldlibrary.org and you can go
0: to slash teen events. I hope to see you during the Halloween season. I know I will be dressing up on the Friday beforehand, so feel free to come by. Until then, we hope you
1: have a great, very spooky, and very safe Halloween.